Do it. Ready? <laughs> it's time. Damn. Let's Those rumble. Those are evil eyes. <laughs> I wouldn't and want to be his son on the opposite end of the evil dad eye. Oh, that's he's harmless. All right, guys, it's that time of the week again. And as you can tell, we're already off and running on some monkey business. It's Chris talking to you from the studios of WFC3. With me, as always, my surly human sidekick, Tanya Metris. <laughs> no, that would be Billy. Nah, Billy's the eternal overlord of all things media. Thank you. I, I, I figure <laughs> I'm going to try and give you a promotion every time we get together for a session. Because he doesn't want to be fired. <laughs> I was about we to say, like, you never get fired. I'll wind we up being in, fired. We have let no me, interns let, today. So. You know what? Let me, let me take a moment to say something about that. Because since we started this podcast series, we could have, you know, ham-fisted our way through anything to try and record this and, and, and you know, slap together computers and stuff or whatever to, to record he these makes podcasts. It sounds so professional. Billy, Billy is the reason that we have been so successful in getting these recordings underway. He has been gracious. He has hosted every single session we've ever uh, put together. I'm sorry. And, you know, I, I acknowledge, I have to acknowledge yeah. the simple fact that he uses the studio, which is off of a broom closet, off of the copy room, off of the secondary secretaries. You know, so we're like tucked in this like little 10 by 10, you know, cubicle kind of a thing. But... Uh, <laughs> No. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, wow. It, it's we get an a upgrade. 10 by 10 cubicle? It's an upgrade. Uh, no, but, you know, Billy, we did take a moment to say thank you thank for you. everything you've done to help no, us thank out you. with this. You guys have been, uh, it, so. thank you for taking me into your nerd family. Oh, God. You know, this family, is, it, it only gets better when it's bigger. Seriously. It's, we have more fun when we're all in a larger group. Thank you. All right. So, with that being said, Billy DeTore on the board, Tanya Metris on the uh, other side of the table from me for a change of pace. Brian Burke sitting right next to me. Jason Hilton to the left and Jokers to the right. And here I am stuck in the middle with Colin Delaney at the far hey, end of the table. I haven't left. I drank the Wild Irish Rose. I slept under the desk. There he goes. <laughs> I'm back. He's made himself feel at home. Yeah. So here we are. And uh, it's yet again, we're going to talk a little bit more about the convention itself, but kind of loosely tied to a larger community that is in the Rochester area. And that's why I'm glad that Jason and Colin are here. So you guys are going to tell us a little bit more about it. With the advent of Jerry the King Lawler coming in and being a part of FC 317 this year, it really puts a spotlight on the professional wrestling, uh, the whole genre, the whole entertainment uh, community, as it were. And, And I did not realize how vibrant the local... Uh, the local branch of this community is. And so, yeah. Colin and Jason, you guys are going to put some some uh, light on that for me. Colin is a former WWE superstar. Yes, sir. And yes, when did sir. that? When was that? When did that occur? It was 2008. Okay. I was in WWE back in 2008. Uh-huh. I was a, just a young lad. I was 21 years old. So uh-huh. uh, I'm, uh, I'm like a child actor now. You know, I'm all grown <laughs> up. Uh, where are they now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I'm sure you can find a where are they now for Colin Delaney from, uh, from TV. Okay. But, yeah. Basically, I'm like a child actor. I did it so long. Are you from the Rochester area originally? Uh, Born and raised in Rochester. My first uh, WWE event actually happened by accident, Mm -hmm. and it was down at the Blue Cross Arena. Nice. They just needed somebody to come in and get beat up real quick. Okay. (laughs) Uh, A good friend of mine who's on TV now named Luke Harper gave me a call. I know the name. Yep. Said they needed somebody to get beat up real quick. Uh, I said, great. I came down to the arena weighing about 145 pounds soaking wet. Uh, they put me on TV. I got beat up by a guy named Shelton Benjamin here in Rochester, New York. And, uh, yeah, I had a little segment before where they, uh, you know, had me talk about how I'm from Rochester uh-huh. and whatnot. And, the uh, hometown crowd. Yeah, yeah. I got beat up at the Blue Cross, which I, at the time I just thought was the coolest thing ever. It, it, I didn't uh, didn't need it to be anything more than that. I, I got to wrestle in front of my hometown crowd at the uh-huh. Blue Cross Arena. But... One of whom was sitting right here. <laughs> All right. I thought that was awesome. Hey. Yes. 
Now, so, now, Colin, were you big into wrestling before that? Were you doing oh, yeah. amateur level or anything? How does that work? Well, being a professional wrestler was that thing that uh, I feel like everyone, when they're a kid, kind of goes through a phase where, like, I want to be a wrestler when I grow up. Uh-huh. I'm I just, 51. I'd still have <laughs> I have an eight-year-old that really Woo! wants to be a wrestler. Sorry. We should so, talk. You have kids. an eight-year-old that likes to throw himself around the house. I don't know if that's a wrestler or not. That's more of a stuntman. I think kids grow out of it at some point. But I, I just this one. You did I not? Didn't, nor, I didn't. Nor did yeah. Jason here. No, I, I had... 16 years old and I found a wrestling school and I started training so uh, yeah and that wrestling school that's in the area yes, yes. okay what's, uh, what's the name it's called the kayfabe dojo but it's the upstate pro wrestling's it's their training facility okay it's been down on box art street for oh I know right by turning point park yeah over a decade it's been down okay there, so very cool yeah I'm on their website right now nice yeah and, and if people are interested in getting some information what's that website UpstateProWrestling.wixsite.com. All right. I got no problem throwing plugs around. Yeah, just it's... Google uh, Upstate Pro Wrestling. There you go. I just it'll, Googled it'll Colin right Delaney. There. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, Google my name. You should, you should be able to find everything. Or I Googled Wrestling Rochester, New York, and that was the one that there came There you up. go. I'm, so actually, that works. I'm actually pretty bad at social media. I was going to say, you, you should be able to find all the details on my... No, no probably not. <laughs> you, I mean, you could try. You could try. And then you had your time in the World Wrestling Entertainment at WWE. Yep. Um, and then after that occurs... How do you continue on in the, the business? How does that happen? What's, where's the story of Colin Delaney go from there? Uh, I mean, actually, after I got released, I did a lot of conventions because then mm-hmm. just like the, the Comic-Con here, there's a lot mm-hmm. of wrestle cons and, okay. and a lot of different wrestling signings. Uh, did things like that and just kept uh, plugging away in the independent wrestling scene, wrestling cool. all over the United States, basically, which is what I still do now. All right. Yeah. Keeps you. That's, then is that your, your kind of like your nine to five job? It's, it's, as my, it were? it's my gig. It's, it's been my gig? gig for a while now. That's cool. So. Yeah, yeah. See, and, I, and I, I teach, I teach people how to wrestle at uh-huh. the uh, the wrestling school here. So, I see you that know. your little tag says "extremely cute Colin Delaney" yeah, on the website. I'm the extremely cute wrestler because okay. when I was in Is WWE, it up over there? I could see it. Yo, I see it across. When I was on uh, WWE, I was on a program called ECW. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep. I decided that I would be the extremely cute wrestler. At this point, I mean, when I was 21, extremely cute kind of worked for me. At uh-huh. this point, I'm 30, and I don't know if extremely <laughs> cute necessarily is, so uh, is the, the proper term. There's some but. other extremes, but cute. Yeah, but uh, until I come up with a better one, Uh there it lies. Now, you're going to be joining us at FC 317. Yes. You're going to have Jerry the King at ringside or, you know, walking around sketching and signing autographs and doing talks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm going to have him pile drive you, are you? No, I hope not. No, I'm not, I do not want to wind up like Andy Kaufman. There you go. <laughs> we were talking about that last week. Um, now, Jason, you've, you've been involved in this, uh, in the local wrestling scene for how long now? Uh, it's been about three years. About three years. And how did you find your way into it? Uh, well, I had the crazy idea to... Um, a wrestler and okay um, so it just kind of snowballed from there well yeah it took me a year to find the school actually i didn't have the the same time i the resources i don't think are were as readily available maybe mm-hmm. they were but it, it it was difficult for me to find a school i knew that you know that was where you started right um and so i eventually found a school and um you know um it I have my own personal story. Colin has a great story too, and how he, you know, so it's it's a um, there's some some definitely you have to give up some things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I at that point um, at 
I'm not even going to tell you my age, but didn't have a driver's <laughs> license. And I was riding a 50cc moped from um, Macedon to um, Box Art Street. It would take me an hour each way. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, I'd go two, three nights a week and um, get beat up and, you know, and scoot back home in the middle of the night uh -huh. to, to do it. Um, but I, I, the first, the first, you know, two, three months are intense. It's, it's, it's. There was plenty of, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Um, mm -hmm. But after you, you break sort of, you know, through that three-month mark, I, I, I think, or, you know, around there, for me it was. Um, it was all just, it's, it is the most beautiful thing I've ever been a part of outside of my uh, son's birth. That's cool. Amazing. See, that's a great, that's a, that is a great, um, I can't even think of the word I want, to, a testimony. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Now, and that's part of your story. Colin, what what would be part of yours? Because you, you, Jason had said you got a great story. So let's oh, let's hear a little bit more about it. Well, kind of like I was saying, I mean, I it was all I ever wanted to do. So when mm -hmm. I turned 16, I found a wrestling school. And, uh, I mean, he didn't have a driver's license. I was barely old enough to get a driver's license. <laughs> so I was uh, would find rides there. Mm -hmm. I would I would make my way there. I'd return cans and bottles to pay for the the my ability to train yeah you know it, so was all, it was all i ever wanted to do it's a matter of perseverance that, yeah. i think that's really a, i'm getting from both stories right here is that it's a matter of perseverance if you find something you really really want to be a part of yes you you make those those things happen to and, be a part of it and that school here that's still here is the mm -hmm. same one that i trained at. i was in the okay. first class oh really of the current school okay so that's cool i have seen every face uh -huh. that has walked in or out of that door and some people last for a week some people last for a day some people last for a year some people last forever yeah uh, but it's it's about wrestling is about you get back what you put in well, let, let me ask you this colin uh let's say there's someone listening to the podcast and it's their dream to to be the next colin delaney from rochester new york sure and they're looking shoot for higher kid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay how about Thanks, the next Jay. luke harper yeah right. okay right. um Get taller. Sorry. I mean, uh, what would you say to them? Uh, they're looking for a school. Maybe they can't. They can't find you guys. What sort of advice would you give them when they're picking a school? Because you, you know, there's lots of places out there that are just going to take your money. You're not going to get anything for it. So, what sort of advice would you give people when they're just starting out, finding that school, and making sure that it's a good fit for them? Well, um, yeah. I mean, find one that's that uh, where you know the person training or, or know their credentials a little bit because uh, in the last couple of years there's been a little bit of uh, you know you've seen wrestling before you can teach people how to wrestle which is not true you need to find somewhere reputable somewhere that you've heard of someone someone that you've heard of someone that you know um, do your research just like anything else I mean you can find everything on the internet nowadays mm -hmm. do a little research put a little more thought into it than just Hey, this guy's got a ring in his backyard, and he says he can teach me how to wrestle for twenty bucks a day. Uh, do a little more research than that. Think a little higher. But like I said, it it really is you get back what you put in. Mm -hmm. So if you put into it, you're going to get back from it. And you know, having a little understanding will help you rather than just walking mm -hmm. in a bit blind. And it's it's not just the physical training you go through. And now, what what kind of goes on behind the scenes in terms of crafting your character, your persona, the thing you're going to to use when you present yourself to the the, the masses out there? Yeah, and that's that's one that's it's kind of tough to to cue on, and it's a kind of a tough one to just teach because everyone's going to be different. Your mm -hmm. wrestling personality is going to be a bit of your actual personality just turned up to a hundred. Mm -hmm. You know, so you got to kind of figure out what that is and get comfortable with yourself and really know yourself to know what you at a hundred even is. Yeah, and that's why this I one mean, goes to eleven. Yeah, yeah. Some people, I mean, I started 
started real young, so it, it took mm-hmm. me a long time to figure out, I mean, what that even meant, because at 16 years old, you don't really know mm-hmm. what you're going to be or who you are, so it, it takes a while to get a handle on, but okay. it, it really is, everyone's is kind of just them at 100, them at them at all the way turned up. Okay. And, and, and see, that's the thing about professional wrestling, is there are some seriously colorful characters out there who will... Who have these larger-than-life personalities yeah, out there? Yeah, we're kind of going. Talk- we're kind of going by the wayside of that nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, there were these huge, like, uh, I mean, uh, just these personalities, these characters, like Jake the Snake, mm-hmm. and like the Big Boss Man was like a jailer, and like there was all these crazy characters and larger-than-life personalities. It's kind of gotten away from that a little bit, which is why yeah. the, the the cosplay wrestling show should be fun at the. Okay. At the the con because everyone's going to be in, in costume doing a different character maybe some uh, some wrestling uh, cosplay maybe some maybe maybe we'll have a big boss man cosplayer <laughs> wrestler you know like I'd like uh, to see that and and somebody like you know like Brian's side you know Brian's you're not the, the tallest fellow at the table but somebody like maybe about five maybe a little shorter maybe about five seven five eight. You know, doing the whole big boss man thing. That would be hilarious to me. I think I just I don't know why I'm tickled by that idea. Huh? We talked about that, too. Right. Like the, uh-huh. when we did the D.C. Uh, world, the movie world, how, um, you know, we well, I think, you know, everything goes every, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know how to say everything goes black. Everybody wears black. Everybody's got tattoos. Yeah. You know, that era where you had all these guys full of color, you know, I don't. You know, it's like, oh, well, it kind of mirrors the real world. Yeah, but we don't watch wrestling to mirror the real world. We don't read comic books because we want to be in the real world, right? Yeah, you we know. want to experience a story, a different, a different story. We want to see it, uh, somebody else's take on yeah, it. Yeah, bright I colors. I always think of it as and, this, these, these are your, you get to see your superheroes come to life in the ring. That's the way mm-hmm. I've always looked at Yeah, it. and you've said that before. I've heard yeah. you say that, but yeah. Superhero versus villain. Mm-hmm. Face versus heel. It just It's in the ring versus on the pages of a comic book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that noise? I try, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying, trying to, to figure, figure it out. I, looking, I heard it about 10, 10 minutes ago. And I'm like, uh, I, we've heard the music voices in our head. Hey, that's okay. I'm going to Tulio style, so I don't hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm not sure. Everything looks okay on my board. Maybe you thanked me too soon, Chris. That's all for right. Being uh, <laughs> the board man. But you, Colin finally picked up on. I'm it. used to like, jinxing myself. I really am. It's what I do on a regular basis. There, there's vo- more voices in our heads other than. Yeah, there's a yeah, slight there's like a slight little hint and something in the background. Talking in the background, and I was uh, my, so you my ADD was going our, crazy. Our headphones off a couple times to yeah. try I, to figure. I was wondering if it was happening outside and bleeding through, but no. Yeah. Kind of like the bagpipes last year, starting the morning of the second day oh, of the convention yeah. so for the woke Flower us up City in the morning. Marathon. Somebody tune into the related station, see if we're actually on the air at the moment. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> So that would be hilarious right watch now. watch our language. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I can see the ratings just plummeting yeah. at the moment. Um, yeah, it's Sunday afternoon. So, Who's listening anyway? <laughs> so, guys, uh, tell us a little about the, the Upstate, the organization that that, that is going to be uh, working with us on this. And maybe uh, there, I know there's other other groups around, uh, uh, a bunch of lo- – tell us a little bit about the local wrestling scene, local wrestlers that – that are maybe on the, the rise uh, in the area. People who will probably actually be showing up and, and performing it. Yeah, so it's it's Upstate Pro Wrestling. Yep. It's been through a bunch of different names, but mm-hmm. it's always the the same core group. It was called uh, NWA Upstate. It was called, uh, I mean, originally it was Rochester Pro Wrestling, and it's gone through a bunch of different names, but it's, it's Upstate Pro Wrestling now, and it's the same group that it's been for a long, long time, run by a guy named Hellcat. Uh, he's the one who uh, owns and operates the school, 
Uh, he's the one who uh, has been promoting these shows for a better part of 15 years now. Yeah, and let me just say, if you met Hellcat, you wouldn't think that he's been around long enough to, just looking at him, you wouldn't think he'd been around long enough to be running this for so long. And he would love to hear you say that. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. the man Father Time forgot about. Yeah, I wish I was in that kind of shape 20 years ago, much less right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he's approaching 50 and looks significantly younger than me. Okay, you said that. I didn't, so. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, he'll get see over Hellcat it. here. Yeah, you would never think, but no, yeah, no. so uh, Upstate Pro Wrestling, they run shows every second Saturday. Every other month is at Pineapple Jacks uh, on the second Saturday, and the other one is at the Eagles Club, like we have one coming up March 11th at the Eagles and, Club on Buffalo Road. I, I heard a rumor that there may be someone in this room in, in a championship match. Yeah, that's at, me. At, okay. that, oh. <laughs> at that event. Uh, Actually, at that March 11th event, it is me against Jason one-on-one. So I'm just throwing that one out there to the world. Nice. Yeah. That'll be interesting to watch. I, I love going to – like a lot of people think the only professional wrestling you can go see is WWE. Right. Uh, you know, and sometimes people think of TNA <clears throat> or whatever. But there's a lot of great local wrestling – that you can go see, and it's inexpensive, and it's so much fun. Didn't there, wasn't really there just is. something that was in an, another Brockport? Or, another there's a different another, organization yeah. that runs out of Brockport, yes. Yeah, I, there's, I mean, there's a lot around. Uh, basically, wherever you live, there is there is local and wrestling. There, there's mm-hmm. guys that, that wrestle with you in Upstate who also wrestle when, when we went to the show, the IWP show the other day, so... I mean, sure. Yeah, there's there's lots of opportunities. I mean, guys Mark work House, hard. So. The it, it's they talk great. It's really entertaining stuff. That's it's a, it's like a uh, it's a very physical form of mm-hmm. theater. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, it's a it's a performance right in front of your eyes. It's yeah. uh, it's crazy to see live. So we we saw um, Sean Carr was involved in a fatal four way at the match the other night, and I guess uh-huh. he, he's he's a local guy who's gonna get a maybe get a chance with Ring of Honor. So that that's uh yep. That that that's great. Oh, but what what other names are out there that maybe maybe you see with your experience you see on the rise that maybe have a chance to to sure. make it? Because I mean, I, no, I I saw Luke Harper when he was Brody Lee here in Rochester yep, yeah, at the yep. German House and Auditorium Theater. It sure, great stuff. I so. met Brody Lee when I was uh, I was like twelve years old, uh, yeah, back, backyard wrestling in a park. John will <laughs> love to hear that. So I know. <laughs> so yeah, so that's how long I've known that dude. Um, but, I mean, local wrestlers, there's so many great ones, actually, from right here in the local area. And there has been for a long time. Um, Dick Justice is a guy who's uh, making his name a lot of places and getting a, a lot of, he's got a lot of buzz behind him around the independent scene. Uh, Nick Ando is another guy who I trained probably closer to a decade ago who uh, has had some success locally and otherwise, trying to branch out, get uh, a little more name recognition. Um I don't know, man. There really is so much great talent coming out of the upstate New York area that uh, either is or isn't getting recognized. And, but. and the great thing, and uh, and I, I've discussed this with the guys on the pain clinic every week, and we discussed it on our wrestling podcast, is mm-hmm. with uh, the WWE and doing their brand split uh, and then having NXT uh, and having to fill spots there, uh, and Ring of Honor trying to compete, TNA still trying to compete. It's just offered more and more opportunities for for yep. guys to make it, and uh, and it's great to see that that people are working so hard uh, and, and local guys. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to um, to the next few weeks as they build up the WrestleMania because I really believe that Luke Harper is going to be in a three way match 
for the WWE Championship yeah, at WrestleMania. Awesome. That would be and awesome. That, that would be a guy with a Rochester connection going for the championship. He may not win it, but just to be in that match at the biggest event of the year for the WWE would definitely be awesome. I was going to say Rochester connection. I mean, he's from, born and raised in Rochester, <coughs> New York. He, yeah, he Luke came back, Yeah, he came back uh, when he got moved up from NXT, came back, bought a place out in Webster, and, yeah. and uh, his family <laughs> still lives up here. Yeah. And, so uh, that would be very, very cool. Uh, it's super exciting for him, but he's he's always been great. And he's, and he's the nicest amazing. guy you'd ever meet. I know, right? He, he's, God... Uh, He's huge. He's taller than you, Chris. <laughs> That's something. Yeah, I'm not, he, he's you know, a really, Jason really big guy. Guys. Uh, and and he, he does come across a little scary with that beard, but he, uh-huh. he is the nicest guy you'd ever meet. Yeah, you so. should you should try to get over the Canadian border with him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was never, it was never easy. easy. I but, believe it. But at the end of the day, one time they were not going to let us in, and he just said, yes, you are. And we got in. <laughs> so, I mean... But you get, yeah, I get the impression that that's basically the, the, the bulk of the, the guys who are out there are all just, they're good fellas. They're just doing their thing. You know, some of them portray, the, you know, these absolute dickheads on, when they're out in the open. But but behind the scenes, they're all, you know, it's, hey, how you doing? How's it going? Hey, man, how you? Sure, sure, so, yeah. Uh, do you find that there's any of them out there? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, going to say. There's some you, prima donnas. There's a couple there. of them that start believing their own press. Yeah, and there's something to be said for that sometimes. I uh-huh. mean, some guys have had great success off of believing their own hype. There but, you go. I mean, I don't, I, it's not me. It's I mean, but then again, once again, it's it's them, their actual personality turned up to 100. Right. And I guess their actual personality is kind of, uh, yeah. Well, Bill Cosby had a great routine. Well, you know, he was doing this whole thing about his one of his employees talking about cocaine. Well, it enhances your personality. Well, what if you're an asshole? Yeah. You know, <laughs> then it enhances your personality that much more. Okay, fine. But here's the la- here's a question I have for you. 12%. I got 12% of a plan? <laughs> you only have 12% of a plan. I never have more than 12% of a no. plan. Uh, here's a question I have for you, Colin. What, what, did you have that moment where you know, you've been training and you've been working and you've been studying, you've been talking to people, making all these connections, and you know, do you have that moment where it's like, holy crap, I'm really in the middle of this. I'm, this, this is something that just happened to me, and, 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 uh, and I am now in the mix. Um. <sighs> Yeah, I guess. I mean, there was a moment where I was uh, in the middle of the ring, because I didn't get nervous, really. I didn't, mm-hmm. it, it just never crossed my mind. Going to the ring, no matter if I was in front of uh, 100 people at the Eagles Club or uh, tens of thousands of people at the Staples Center, mm-hmm. it was all. It was like, well, I'm going out there to wrestle. Right. I, this is what I know how to do. Yeah. But there was one moment where I was wrestling for the ECW Championship, and the ref is patting me down, and uh, they go to commercial break, so I get to stand in the ring, and I'm just standing there waiting. And I just look around and yeah. I take a deep breath and the ref looks at me and he goes, breathe, kid, breathe. And I was like, oh, man, I'm really – I just got caught by it for a second. I just got, <laughs> is just that back got when, caught. Is that back when ECW was on the Sci-Fi yep. Network? Yep. Was ECW. it live It then? was live on yeah. the Sci-Fi Network. So also, um, yeah, I had – some of the events were taped. Like the, the SmackDown was always mm-hmm. taped on mm-hmm. Tuesday and then it used to air on Thursday or, Thursday Friday. or Friday. Now it's live, but uh, – ECW was live TV, so I was whatever I was doing was going out there live to the world. I mean, yeah, and that's so that's one of those moments where you kind of take a breath and you know think for a second. Yeah, I'm standing in this giant arena full of people uh-huh. on live television, going out to millions, and it was like, oh wait, yeah, that is a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you were with ECW, that was the WWE sort of rebooted yeah, ECW, the, the WWE ECW. Yeah. Uh now. Were you worried going into that? Because ECW before then was that 
just insane organization out of Philadelphia, the like biggest independent promotion ever, where guys basically killed each other. People that always thought wrestling was would say wrestling's fake. How could you watch it? You'd show them ECW yeah. just to put them in their place, sort of. Did you worry? I'm really going to get hurt. No being part of ECW. No, no. I mean, once again, it was WWE's version, mm-hmm. and and their version was. I guess a bit more watered down than uh, than the the actual ECW, but I did get to work with a lot of those guys. You know, like uh, like they they paired me up with Tommy Dreamer when I was there, and uh, he was the the godfather of ECW. You know, he was the guy. The in hardcore ECW. legend. Yeah, I, I mean, I had to wrestle him, and mm-hmm. I had to do extreme rules matches with that guy, and it was just. Uh, but he's a he's a pro through and through. So mm-hmm. I mean, anything he does. All right, so I want to mention that uh, with Jerry Lawler only coming in on Sunday. Yeah. We have a spot open Saturday all day, which would be great to bring in, uh, even if it's just guys throughout the day with local ties, want to come sit down, chat with people, if they got some merch and want to sell it. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to throw that out there to you guys. Sure. Uh, come on down, promote promote themselves. I mean, you go to any of these shows, all the guys, when they're not in the back, are sitting at their table selling their their shirts and stuff, trying trying to make a living off it a little bit. Yeah, because uh, we are independent wrestlers, we are independent contractors. So I mean, uh, that's uh, the merchandise and stuff like that. T-shirts and eight by tens and buttons and hats and whatever they got is a lot of uh, how these guys make their living. Yeah. So yeah. so as we get as we get into the the details about who we're going to have come in and wrestle, I'd like to like to make sure we open that absolutely that up because yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, we we obviously have the opportunity. I've got the space. It's already set aside for a wrestler on Sunday. Uh, why not use it for some of your local guys? Sure, that would on be Saturday. That'd be great. Yeah, I only charge um, one hundred and fifty dollars an hour. So okay, probably guys want to work that <laughs> out. Yeah, we can work that. And that's just a look at him. If you want to take a picture of him, yeah, woo. yeah. I know. We 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 had that when when he started working on joining the board. You know, he was he was laying out his terms. It's been. Um, it's yeah. been very lucrative so He's far. He's got a writer. For I don't, yeah. And for luckily, him. I mean, I don't see any brown M&Ms, so you're good, yeah. Yeah, you know, he hasn't been too extreme. Uh, although, you know, the, um, the the all-pink Cadillac, I think we're still working on that. Yeah, yeah that's okay. up in the air still. Yeah, it's still up in the air. Now yeah. having the bottle of wild Irish rose here makes it sense. sense. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? It's in the writer. It really does. It's I in the writer. It. It'll come together. <laughs> so that's a beautiful thing. You see, that, and, and I, I go on this tangent often. Um it always impresses me how Rochester has its fingers in everything. You yes, know, it, 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 Eastman Kodak, Bausch and Lomb, all the big ones and all that stuff. But, you know, when you talk about like Joe Simon, the creator of, of Captain America, it lived and was raised in Rochester. Sure. Buried in Rochester, I believe. Um, you know, and Rochester's ties to independent film and comic books M- and M- art. My uncle Mark Macaluso put it, out the very first Star Trek The Wrath of Khan mm-hmm. card set. I mean, yep. there's just, it's so. And to know that there's even more to the Rochester culture, and you guys help bring that to, to life, and that's just it's it's amazing. Every chance I get to hear stuff like this, I love it. I yeah, what a, love uh, it. Gorilla Monsoon was mm-hmm. from yeah, Rochester. Right. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. I remember so, hearing I mean, that. There's uh, there's all kinds of crazy ties. When you really break it down, it's like from Rochester. It's like oh man, for being uh, I don't know, it's our town, but it is. It's uh, it's got a lot more recognition than I think even most of us know or most people know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's history. That's yet another reason why we do what we do is to uh, is to bring that home. So that that's, that's it. That's cool. So we can wrap it up on that note. Uh, we're looking very much forward to uh, to bringing this all to you and more as always. So on behalf of, of everybody here, Billy, Tanya, Brian, Jason, Colin, thanks for joining us. Yeah, that of was course. awesome. Thank you for you're me. always you're always welcome to be here and hang out with us. Uh, and uh, 
That's me. I'm Chris. And we'll see you later. And this has been Monkey Business, a production of Mighty Monkey Productions. Presenters of the Flower City Comic Con 2017 uh, at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Find us May 20th and 21st at the Convention Center. And like us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash FC3ROC. This is Benny Hill. This yes, is Benny is. Hill. This is Benny Hill. I knew it. It's a family show. It is a family it show. It is, but this is like the... It's an older family, but a family show nonetheless. We had other music. Chris didn't like it. I so. really never got into it. You're going to have to play it. You'll have to play that one next time, Billy. Okay, just, so, just so everybody can hear it again. 